I'm joined now by, from all the way from Atlanta, Georgia, by Michael Graham of News Radio 106.7. Well, actually, George, I'm in Washington, D.C., my old stomping grounds. I'm here for a big uh, uh, a conference on climate change and exposing the uh, false narrative of the climate change panickers. But I have a way to guarantee that your charitable dollars go right to the third world country they need to. The Clinton Family Foundation. I guarantee that when you give a million of your uh, oil dollars from your country that beats women to the cause of charities, thousands of that dollars will be those dollars will be well spent. I can guarantee that. Well, they didn't go to Haiti when they promised a lot of money to Haiti, but that was America, Michael. That was a Republican America, if I remember rightly. No, well, no, no. Hey, this is the Clintons. This is the Clintons who, for some reason, when Algeria wanted to give money to Haitian earthquake relief, they gave the money to Bill and Hillary Clinton, as opposed to, you know, Haiti. And ones of dollars actually ended up in Haiti helping people. But they did get the contract that they wanted approved. So that's that's good news. Don't get naked when you're at the Lincoln Memorial. You might go to jail. Now, That's kind of weird. I'm naked right now, so I don't. maybe I should do something. Well, uh, first of all, George, I am horrified and shocked at the egregious uh, injustice that you are committing to this poor young lass. She is obviously innocent of any and all charges, and the reason why I know she is is I've seen her naked. She's innocent. Boom. I don't know what the charges are. I don't, I, all I know is she's innocent. Now, hold on a while. Eleanor Hawkins, British tourist, goes to Malaysia, a Muslim country, poses mm. naked on a sa- mm. sacred mountain, and is surprised she's going to jail. Give me a break, Graham. If somebody poses naked at Lincoln Memorial, they go to jail. Yeah, well, the Lincoln Memorial is in around other people. You'd be arrested for public nakedness. But once again, she's too hot to be guilty, George. You're m- missing the key jurisprudential point that I'm trying to make here under British common law. Secondly... Um, I look. I you go to another country, their mores should govern behavior, and you should respect those values and those attitudes. And so, if she weren't so hot, I would agree with you completely. But that puts me in an odd position, George, because we have people who've come to America from Malaysia who have tried to stab people for drawing pictures of the Prophet Muhammad, because in Malaysia you would get stabbed for doing that. And I'm told that we should bow our mores to them and end our tradition of free speech because it bothers them. So I don't understand which side of the field I'm supposed to be on here. Well, it's fairly simple. Just because they're wrong, that doesn't mean we change everything. That doesn't mean we go and pee all over their sacred mountain just because they went to to America uh, to disrupt somebody painting a picture of Muhammad. And you know that, Michael. You know, it takes... we, as somebody said to me recently, it takes a very clever man to pretend he's stupid. And you, <laughs> you do that brilliantly. Ah, but it takes a very stupid man to get away with trying to be clever. And I, I put myself proudly in that group. But no, I mean, look, if we have to be serious for a moment, these people acted like jerks. They should suffer the consequences for that jerk attitude. Do you remember the guy who was in... Um, uh, Singapore, and he broke the laws, I think, against graffiti, and he was going to get caned, and people in America outraged. I said, no, he knew the deal. He's in, it's, it's their country. They should be able to have it the way they want it. It's just, it is ironic, George, 
that advocates of illegal immigration and advocates of ending the First Amendment in America on behalf of uh, Muslim mores are saying, she should have known how things work where she was going. Well, this is where you're going. When you come to America, we have free speech. If you don't want people making jokes about your religion, you're in the wrong place. Yeah, well, that's true. And you do it every day. Uh, now, w- this issue of te- teachers in jail for screaming profanities at their kids? Yeah, so we had here in the, the suburbs of Atlanta a middle school teacher. And you know, mid, mid, I don't know how that translates into Ireland. I don't do the metric system here. I think it's kilometer school for you. But it's kids at that worst point of their development, George. You know the point in your kid's life where you wanted to kill them, that kind of 13, 14, 15, yeah, they smell sure. funny, they're in a bad mood all the time, they can't, you know, it's, it's just the worst. I would have to kill myself if I were a middle school teacher. So I feel sympathy for this guy. He loses it one day, he's had enough, and he's screaming all the profanity, George, that you can, whatever you can imagine, add more to that. He used all the words. And so someone of the kids taped it on his cell phone, as so often happens now. The guy gets fired. Okay, I have no problem with that. You can't be the guy, you know, screaming the bad, bad words at kids and keep your job. But the weird part is that the local county sheriffs arrested him. And they put him in jail, and he's now in an orange jumpsuit. I'm thinking to myself, this is one of the problems we're dealing with in America, is there's been a push to criminalize everything. It's not just enough that something gets you in trouble, that gets, something gets you fired. You've got to go to jail for it. And I think they're wrong. I, 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 would I want a guy screaming MF but, at my kids? All right, no, but, but not jail. Not but, jail. But to go to jail in any democracy, you have to break a law. What law did he break? Uh, it was like uh, contributing to the something of a minor and uh, basically um, public, uh, you know, uh, causing a public disturbance, that kind of thing. Uh, disorderly conduct, that was it. Um, and this teacher, who doesn't have a lot of money, couldn't afford the bond, so he's been in, sitting in jail for screaming something at 14-year-old punks that most of us have wanted to scream at a 14-year-old punk at some point in our lives. And so we got, that's another big conversation that lends, uh, that's part of the bigger conversation about of the police and race in America, is we've criminalized so many things that young people find themselves with a criminal record by the time they're 18, 19, 20, it hurts their job prospects, it sets them back, then they're frustrated, and then the treatment by the police, and so you can, it's one of the engines that's feeding the, uh, the uh, anger here in the States over the issue of policing and race. All right, there was a wonderful movie, the name of which escapes me. Uh, it had starred Gregory Peck, and uh, he posed as Jewish at a time Gentleman's after. Agreement. Yes, you're so right. And he posed as Jewish to expose uh, the attitudes towards Jews in America, which certainly in the 40s and 50s uh, was very negative. Now, you've got a woman doing roughly the same thing, slightly differently. Well. I see where you're going. Not exactly. So here's, but by the way, the movie we need for this conversation, George, is the movie Soul Man that came out in the '80s with the brilliant C. Anthony Howell playing the elitist punk who wanted to get into Harvard. His dad didn't pay the bill, so he found a way to pass as black and to scam his way in on a black, you know, scholarship for minority students. And uh, this woman uh, grew up in Montana, which you know, George is one of the whitest states in America. She grew up. Uh, she eventually became the head of the NAACP, the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, in a nearby state, Washington State. She's been living as a black woman for 11 years, and someone finally started, they saw some photos of her family, whatever, and we've discovered 
she, not only is she not black, her parents are German and Czechoslovakian. <laughs> they are super white, but she's been using chemicals or something. She had her hair changed, and she's been lying and pretending that she's black because she says, I identify as a black woman. She feels black, George. And so since she feels black, isn't that enough? Do silly things like DNA and melanin and stuff, Matt. No, 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 no. She feels black. Well, obviously no, the end of well, it, this members- is really interesting because I can just imagine how you feel about Caitlyn Jenner. You don't actually believe that somebody could feel female even though they're male. Well, no, I don't know how uh, how uh, Bruce Jenner feels. He can feel however he wants, and I hope he feels happy. I hope his reality show makes millions of dollars, which is what this is all about. But Bruce Jenner is a guy. Bruce Jenner's a guy. He has guy DNA. He has guy stuff dangling down where things dangle. He is a guy. Now, if he's a guy who dresses as a woman and wears his hair like a woman and calls himself a woman, he can't all he wants. But biologically, and it's like the global warming thing. People keep, can keep screaming the temperatures are going up. They're not going no, up. No, That's but, just but, the fact. No, no, People no. can scream that Bruce Jenner must be called Caitlin and he must be treated like a woman, but he's still not a woman. And this woman in no, Montana no. can say that she's the next member of NWA rap group. She's still a pasty-faced German-Czech white lady. Yeah. The facts are the facts. And that's what the left, particularly the progressive European left, has abandoned. You guys live in a post-factual, post-reality no, no, but nobody where your feelings no, determine no, what you want to be true. No, you see, the reason I raise Caitlyn Jenner is they're two totally different stories. No, they're like, identical. No, they're not. Because they're completely identical. No. Transgender. Transgender is, uh-huh. an, is, is an absolutely accepted condition, and it is not fake. So, some, like, Bruce Jenner said, never said, you know, that I'm, I'm, I'm not Bruce Jenner, but he said, I want to be a woman. I want to dress like a woman. I want to think like a woman. I want to be treated like a woman. And I say, as a guy who you know, tons of people have also had questions about their sexuality and their gender. I wore women's panties as a kid because I thought I wanted to be a woman. I mean, I got over it. But I mean, tons of people. <laughs> no, I did. I did. And-, and George, there are all kinds of American suburbanite kids who grew up listening to black music, watching black uh, actors, reading black literature, and they use black uh, urban uh, language when they talk, and if they say to you, identify as black, how is that any different from some, from Bruce Jenner saying, I identify as a woman? If you feel black, aren't you black? Just no, like she, they, no, no, wait, she... Wait, wait, you said, said if I feel like a woman, I am a woman. No, she didn't. She didn't tell people she was white. She, she, no, she didn't. Yes, she, she feels did. black. All she right. says her identity is that she is a black... Right. That's who she is. The fact that she's not is beside okay. the point. It is exactly like the Caitlyn Jenner story. All right. Well, I love you and leave you in that case. Michael Graham, next Friday from Atlanta, Georgia.